You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Part two is day-to-day functioning, and it's under the chapter seven, the planet of others, how to understand and relate to other people. I'll read out a couple excerpts and get into questions. So the planet of others covers the relationships and interactions that we have with other people in various settings. It explores some fundamental aspects about people to give us a better understanding of them and how we can form meaningful and useful relationships. That's on page 126. There are times when we have to work with people and can't move on. So here we are, here are some ideas on how to deal with this. Very simply speaking, you need to discover who the person is in front of you. You can choose to help them to manage their chimp and recognise gremlins, or alternatively, you can judge them for how they represent themselves. It is your choice. And that's on page 127. So at this point, do you think you could distinguish between a person's chimp and human upon the first reaction? And what's your first reaction when confronted by someone else's chimp? Yeah, I think those close to me who actually know, not not a stranger necessarily. Actually, mm. maybe a stranger, but not not as much so. Person close to me, definitely, I can distinguish between their chimp and human. Mm. Um, and if it's a person close to me that, when I say close, that I know very well, then I can tell, okay, this is their, now that I'm reading this book, I can tell this is their chimp. What do they need in order to actually so that we can have this conversation on a human level. Yeah. Is that is that is that need a need for them to rant and then I wait for that rant? Is that need I'll, I'll revisit this conversation in five minutes? Mm. So I can I analyze that via the person. Mm-hmm. To be honest, there's not many people who I speak to regularly who where there's a need for their chimp to come out. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? It's got it's more often it's got, it might be a family member or partner or whatever. Yeah. And with those people, because you've probably been in a scenario situation many a time. You know actually, exactly. Mm. Because even when they've calmed, even before reading this book, when they've calmed down, they might even say to you, when I get like that, you need to give me five minutes or... Yeah, they've yeah, preempted ex- you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 What about yourself, P? Um, yeah, I would agree with Mace, actually, yeah. as to, I think you can kind of see, I don't say you can see the mist bubbling, but... What about for someone that you don't know? Because family and family and friends is, as you said, Mace, it's quite you. You're you're in their proximity proximity regularly, so you can un- kind of understand how their personality and mind works. But what if it's someone, um, whether it might be someone at work or someone new at work or just someone out on the road randomly, like Actually, you just you just don't know. And it's even better for for obviously for what you do. Um, you're not going to know who who hops in you're going to be um, working or working with that particular day so how do you know if you would be able to recognize their chimp or their human i think so because uh, the examples i was thinking of <clears throat> off the bat was nightlife mm. i don't know why i thought bouncers but i mean like nightlife and stuff like that as to your interaction with people instantly yeah well yeah anyway yeah instantly i think people you understand what i'm talking talking about mm-hmm. in terms of responses and at work so i think there's an argument to say that yes i would do but there's probably times that you might miss it, you know what I'm saying? Or you may not know as to whether that's their, that's, that's them yeah. or whether that's their chimp. I mean, that, that's funny, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah that's but true, that's true. Uh, different physical brains. It's quite interesting. 
Most of us have the same type of physical brain, but there are some who are different. As examples, one has a diagnosis of autism, um, ASD, autistic spectrum disorder. For example, a child or adult with autistic spectrum ASD has great difficulty reading facial expressions or body language. And it's on page 128. Uh, what's your what's been your experience with people with autism and looking back can you recognize behaviors and chimps of can you can you recognize the behaviors of chimps and humans within um and i think more i'm aiming at p because say, you know why you do you know what, yeah when more. i read sorry when i was listening to mm. audio but so when i was listening to the story i just thought it was really good this chapter in general actually was quite yeah. good when i was looking over the notes as we began it um started it sorry yeah this story was very good so like obviously the guy um who had a son who was who was autistic and um anyway what i wrote was understanding understanding how to work with understand how to work with people the story reminded me of working in sen in schools Mm -hmm. the father providing a routine after school and limiting limiting him to three questions to stop excessive questions as well as use of the shampoo where he was pouring the whole shampoo um using the whole shampoo Mm. And where his son would empty the bottle and went in the shower. Putting things in place helped him avoid frustration, which can happen in schools because you're trying to help people with their, their routines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I continue to say um, it helped his son's development. So yeah, I I found that story really interesting and it takes you back to a time. Working in schools had funny. Um, but yeah, really good. Um, but um, good way funny, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and interesting. Um, yeah, it took me back to a time, a good time, obviously, where you've got the, you know, the, the, the peed off stuff and all that. <laughs> and the peed off stuff. I know exactly what you're talking stuff. about. Things you can say, things you can't say. Yeah. Um, and all that type of stuff. Yeah, but very good times. But I thought it was really, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's why I kind of, it, it triggered a thought of, again, I've worked in SEN schools too, so. Because um, I used to work a lot with individual students i would get to know them and as you're saying mace in regards to when someone's in your close proximity you can tell what their triggers are and what's not so there was one particular student that i had and um i smile about it every time i think of him because i thought he was uh he was um he was a handful but a good handful like he made my day. Like going in to to work with him was just like, yeah, this is no day was ever the same, but it was always fun. Like even during his tantrums and his when he wanted to tear the place down, I still found ways to get to his human, even though the chimp was wiling. I don't think you understand, but <laughs> if you've worked in SEN schools and you you've worked with young adults, then you know that their their chimp is fully active on crud on smoke all the time so to be able to even get to their human is um is a task in itself but it, it is genuinely rewarding so yeah yeah it made me smile thinking about it i met um you know i met i think one time a parent came into a school and she was talking about her son but i think she was saying to me yeah, I'll be direct with this. You're saying to me, I imagine this is good experience for when you probably want to transition and go into mainstream. I thought, <laughs> no, no, but like, I don't know, I don't know, because you know, I mean, parents, some parents may have that feel as to yeah. like, this is not what they want to do. They probably want to transition and work yeah. in mainstream. I was like, no, I no, prefer no. SEN. Yeah, I was like, no, no, your son is like the funniest person I know. Yeah, like, yeah like, facts. Like, like dead serious. I like, want to find you. Like, no, <laughs> forget mainstream. He's funny, funny. Yeah, I don't yeah. even realize how funny he is. Yeah. Well, you probably do, but don't realize the effect. 
your child has on someone like me coming into school. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I look forward to coming <laughs> to see him. This dude be mad funny. <laughs> like, loads of them. Yeah, yeah, no, all, the, like, bruv, all of them, man. All of them still. They all got different personalities. And yeah, yeah, I definitely think I'm I'm on the spectrum at times, definitely. I feel like that about myself. 100%. Yeah. I oh, think yeah. I think to an extent everyone yeah. everyone has um different points of the spectrum. So obviously depending on how many points you have on the spectrum will determine if you've got um, ASD. But um, yeah, no, that was, yeah, just made me smile thinking about it, to be fair. All right, so second example is of the psychopath, Hmm. sometimes called sociopath or dissocial personality disorder. Psychopaths may become violent and kill, but that is exceptional. Most psychopaths in society get on with life and do quite well but they do a lot of damage to people around them en route. Interestingly, there there are um, psychopaths in every occupation, but they learn to contain and work with the brain that they have and stay in a, on the right side of the law. And one, one, one in 150 people... Um, are sociopaths. Are sociopaths, yeah, thanks. And that's on page 129. Have you ever come across a psychopath that you know of and what was the experience? I haven't. Well, not that I know of anyway. Yeah, exactly. that I, know of. <laughs> I don't think so. But I found this stat really alarming, like it's kind of alarming mm. in some way, shape or form. Um, but like, there are people you look at, you're a bit mad, you know, like, you know, there's something there. Mm. And might probably not play too much like a part in maybe in my mind. But yeah, I just think it's mad. One in 150. Mm. But they learn to contain it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I think that's interesting. But it's like you—it's learnt behaviors. Like you see, obviously, I don't—I can't say I've normally known any psychopaths, but I think you—you you, it depends on who you are. But I've definitely seen, and that's just doesn't mean that I'm one. But I'm just saying, like, learnt cues of behaviors. Yeah. So everyone's clapping and smiling. Oh, this must be a reason to clap and smile. Let me clap and smile to fit in. And that's it's that's one of those kind of things that a psycho or a psychopath, sociopath would do. It's to kind of mimic behaviors that everyone else is doing so they can fit in. But you would never know. But I find that interesting, man. Hmm. So moving on to different mindsets. One of the first ones that I mentioned is the snow white mindset, which is more common in women than men. And it is someone that is innocent or tries to perceive that they're innocent, passive, a passive victim at the hand of others and circumstance who is completely devoid of any responsibility or accountability and has no power to change things. Typical, typical behaviors are shown when the snow white sufferer has got their way over something that they have probably never even mentioned. When the partner asks, what's wrong? The frequent answer is, nothing, or I shouldn't have to tell you why I'm upset. I'm sure some of you may have heard that before. And that's on page 132. Page uh, do any of you have this experience of this mindset? And how did you resolve their plight? Personally... That mindset's never been in my mind because my dad would have tumped out on me a long time. Not you personally, uh, but for anyone that you've come across. So any maybe ex 
girlfriends or partners or colleagues or anything like that have you ever experienced someone that's kind of given out that snow white personality probably have but i can't nothing springs mind on top of my head i mm. I tell you one thing i don't like that feel sorry for me type of person mm. not when well, i sorry no i don't like i can i i just find it a bit of a nuisance i think we all come from an environment where shit's Shit more often gonna, was gonna go wrong than than be right for us. If that makes sense, yeah. we start from a wrong situation. So we've all worked with you make do what you have or get on and get on. Mm. Yeah, just get on with it. That's the situation I think we've all developed or come from. Mm. So it was ne- we've never come from this. What this sounds like? What sounds like this scenario whereby my life's rosy when something goes wrong? Like feels completely sorry for me. Like, yeah. Mm. What about you, P? Um, yeah, I pretty much agree with Mason, really, if I'm honest. But I mean, I, I, there's one kind of thing that comes to mind, really, where someone was having a mo- I don't know if it's the same thing, but someone's having a moan up, but they probably wanted me to feel sorry for them. Mm. But actually, I was in a place where actually I was ready to. Like, I, kinda, I didn't lash out, but I, I was very strong in my tone. Mm. I'm not aggressive, but strong in my tone. And I think there was an appreciation for actually. Not that I took charge, but does that make sense? Like, why are you, why are you acting like a. I didn't say why are you acting a baby, but mm. like. I was actually quite tired of hearing yeah. um, that type of like, let's say rant or like those like Snow White effect or Snow White mindset, mindset and I like, responded mm. kind of thing. And I think it was appreciated in some way, shape or form. That's the only real time I think that like, I consciously remember actually hearing that and actually made me think actually, I don't want to say be a man, but as such, but you know, when you now need to put your foot, in, oh, I don't know how people respond to that, but sometimes you need to be a bit more, um, yeah, let's see. Put your foot down, but just be a bit more stru- assertive. Thank you. Assertive, <laughs> you know what I mean, and be clear as to, or take charge of the ship. Maybe you know what yeah. I mean. Maybe it's is veering, and you're taking you're taking charge and just kind of like steering in the right direction. Yeah, steering in the right direction. Yeah, um, so I can't think of anyone particular that I've I've come across with that mindset. But I do. I've definitely had situations where someone's like just moaning and kind of not really looking at the bigger picture. So in that situation, I have just kind of asked them a bit of, I guess, basic questions. And they've kind of seen what I'm trying to do in terms of, oh, like you, like if you ask someone, so why, so why are you actually doing that? And they actually think about the reason that they're doing it or the reason that they think about it. Then they then realise, oh, actually, what I'm actually moaning about or what I'm actually having this meltdown about isn't that much of a big deal and kind of allow them to realise it themselves. And I think that's something definitely um, I found in um, schools, like working in schools. Like you'll get students that are, I don't know, pick, pick a reason. There's, there's millions of them in the school, but like having not having a go or having a go at the teacher. Obviously the position I was is either a teacher assistant or a behaviour mentor. So in a position I was able to not be uh, compromised in the fact that I'm taking either side. It was just more like, okay, the teacher wants you to do this work. Once you've done the work, you can then go out and play. So what is it that you're moaning about first? (laughs) Something basic like that, but it's just like, just asking them basic questions. It's like, okay, you're having a meltdown because you want to go and do something. But in order for you to do something, you're going to have to do something for someone else so what is it that you can't understand and once you talk to them slowly and break it down Mm. 
and give them examples if okay so if i flip the scenario and do you know what i mean and once i've done that they they kind of understand and yeah, I was really good at my job, man. Uh, sorry, I don't, I don't know if... Um, simplifying. Yeah, I don't simplifying. know if what your, your, your... So that part was at the back of the story about the guy who understood the chip model, understood the chip model, um, but had issues with um, his wife in communicating in that they spoke to each other with their chimp, making bad remarks. Mm. It dawned on him and her both, and they recognised this, um, and they began using their humans to communicate more and help each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I don't want to draw anyone in regards to talk about their relationship and stuff like that. But I mean, like, as to, I imagine there's a lot of people who, um, a lot of relationships rather, where people are talking to each other in their chimp mode without realizing. Of course, of course, definitely, definitely. I've I've been in situations where, um, my partner, well, obviously not my partner now, ex partner, there. <laughs> Their chimp was talking and my chimp came out and wanted to play. <laughs> Do you know what? So we're all swinging a rope. <laughs> I, I was thinking, like, literally, I was thinking, I've been in a situation where, like, as a human, I was speaking to an animal for like, <laughs> I was speaking to a chimp, and after I'm like, fuck this, is chimp meat chimp. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's yeah. chimp meat purposefully as well. It's not like, it's not like it's just come out, it's like, Fuck it, it's chimp meets chimp. Yeah, it's one of those, oh, human, chill. <laughs> Got this. <laughs> Go flex some muscles. Yeah, no, just how it goes sometimes. But yeah, no, obviously the best scenario is to mm. to get your human to to rest assured that the chimp is all good. Fuck it, we be like you. Fuck it, I'm gonna meet you at, at Cuba's level, boy. <laughs> <laughs> <That's a good> <laughs> Uh, so you can either be a victim in life or you can get on with it with a genuine smile. This is your choice and no one else's. Many of us have occasionally developed a touch of Snow White. It's on page 133. Nobody likes a victim. Nobody owes you nothing. Everybody likes positive acting people. Looking after your happiness is not selfish. That's a line underneath the whole mm-hmm. Snow White mindset. So the other mindset is the Alpha Wolf mindset which is more common in men than women. The world is a place that belongs to them and others in it. This is the this is the mindset of an alpha wolf, by the way. The world is a place that belongs to them and others in their world. Compassion is a weakness. Any challenges are met with aggression and hostility. Any admissions to errors or being wrong are merely given lip service and dismissed quickly. The alpha wolf has varying degrees of being a dictator or a control freak and generally believes that this is the best way forward as they are the best at decision making and doing things. The people they hurt along the way are seen as weak. Their success and ego are paramount. This mindset is often found in business and those with it can be quite high up in organisational structure. That's on page 134. Have you come across this mindset in in the workplace or otherwise? The alpha wolf mindset. I can't think of any workplace, but I think I've definitely come across it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I can't think really. I can't think of anyone specific, but when I was reading and going through it, mm. um, it wasn't unfamiliar to me. Mm-hmm. You know, people who want to dominate and want to be in charge. If that makes any sense. But I'm thinking also maybe even at that time, I don't know if I was young or not. And being in charge, I don't know if being in charge means anything to me now. But like being in charge then, I couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. If I was working in retail, trying to be the boss, mm-hmm. trying to get paid and leave, you know what I mean? <laughs> trying to go out and enjoy my Saturday night or Friday night. Um, um, yeah, so like it probably didn't interest me. So I didn't have too much reason to 
get into conflict with anyone of that nature. What about you, P? I'm I, a mess. Or? I, I um, I'm trying to think. I'm. I'm trying to think if I've come across this type of person, which I must have. But you definitely have. Yeah, but not I'm, to say yeah, you definitely yeah, have yeah. like that, but obviously we all have, man. Yeah. Um. In, all right. If you if you can't think of any anything rebuttal on that, but um, in nature the alpha wolf's power is respected and fed, but the alpha wolf itself is not respected. The alpha wolf mindset is unpopular, and there is always a wolf waiting to take the prime <coughs> position. It's only a matter of time before an attack brings down the wolf. I feel like street life, by the way. I kind of like, that crossed my mind. Yeah, that's pretty much where my mind went still. But um, is it better to be loved or feared? I would... Oh, God. <laughs> I, I like to be believe love. Yeah. But unfortunately, in the real world, fear is... There's an element of fear as well. But I don't like that. Mm. I don't want anyone to be scared of me as such. I would, I would, prefer, I would prefer to be respected. Mm. But you gave one or the other. But yeah. yeah, I understand. So what do you reckon is better to be loved or feared? In this devil world, I got... I got <laughs> my, I got world, Everyone is... Um, yeah, so this is... um. What, what do they say? Um, I don't believe this. In this devil world, at this moment in time, it's probably better to be feared. But I would say... You know, Andrew would mm. say loved. What about you, Mace? Um, if you ask me on a personal level, like as in Lee Mason, do you would you prefer to be loved? Definitely, I don't think there's one person who would fear me in this world. If you're asking me on like, I don't know to cross my path. People better know how to how to approach me. If I borrow you money, it comes back by this date. Fear is what fear is what rules because you can love me, but be like. Yo, I love that nigga, man. He ain't gonna, he ain't gonna like chase me down for two hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why I'm, I'm from the, I'm from the states. <laughs> 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 Do you know what? Yeah, sorry, completely different. But I was watching something on YouTube earlier, and it was actually. Do you guys remember the SAS boys? Yeah, yeah. I was watching an interview with them about mm. the experience in the states and how they, and the, obviously they were switching between American and like when they were impersonating Americans. Yeah. Anyway, that was a few hours before we met up. But mm. yeah. Lee, Ma- Lee Mason the person definitely love I don't want I don't want people to be scared of me that's bullshit or mm. fear me or whatever or any re- reprisal but that's just me it, but but take it to the real world in terms of if I not even me but just general I think for a person out who's maybe out on the streets even in even in the business world to an ex- to an ex- to, a, to an aspect where it's different rules because it's just you get fired or sacked it's not you're gonna mm. get killed mm. it's probably better to be feared Mm. Because people are gonna do shit out of fear, but make sure that shit gets done out of mm. love. They're gonna be like, "Yeah, I love that person, but that can wait another day," yeah. um, because nothing's gonna happen. Um, even though I do love the person. Mm. Yeah. Um, see, I think there's when I first when I put the question down, I thought about the answer, but there's different levels and different uh, layers to it. But the kind of not to go over all of them because I think I was I think about a thousand different thoughts at one time but essentially I think similar to yourself P um, I think it would be better to be loved but out in this real world that we're living in uh, I think fair chimps boy they're more like apes but gone I think fair unfortunately is is the more stronger commodity 
unfortunately, I'm not saying that's that's what it should be, but if I'm looking at the scoreboard and seeing it's high, <laughs> that's high. Bare bodies on it, boy. This Bare is lines. A, this is what I'm saying. One, two, three, four. Cross with a middle, boy. <laughs> if I look at the scoreboard, it looks like Fair is running this world, and especially now, where. I don't want to go on a different tangent, but we can see that, and I don't really watch the news too much, but we're in a a world where fear sells. Like, fear of the unknown is what's making the world turn around at the moment. Like, it's what's making everyone wear masks. It's what's making everyone turn on each other, whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated or whatever or not, but Again, there's as I said, there's there's many different levels and layers to to this answer that I could go into, but I won't at this moment in time anyway. But yeah, so to answer the question, I think on a on a very personal level, yes, I'd rather be loved than feared. But in general, as it stands, yeah, I'll stick to my answer of fair fair being a stronger commodity. So. It probably is better to be fair at this moment in time, to be fair. Unfortunately. Yeah, I was gonna say unfortunately. Unfortunately. But um that's not that's not what we're here for, man. We're definitely here for love, like good energy, positive. So I would prefer to be loved. So yeah, to answer that question. It's mad, I know you're about to move on, but like some of the good things I took from this chapter were um just one or two notes. It says getting the best out of people depends on how you approach and understand them. It's up to you. It's up to you whether you want to try and understand other people, <coughs> invest in people, and recognize their gremlins. It would. It would ultimately be in your. Well, it would ultimately be to your. <clears throat> sorry, it would ultimately be to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there was some. I mean, obviously, I took a lot of the things that we've discussed about out of the chapter, but I guess I kind of looked at this chapter from a point and a place of I don't know, let's say maturity actually, because we're all in places where either we're supervising or managing things in some way, shape, or form, or trying to. Uh, manage projects or, or start projects and stuff like that and in, in doing stuff like that you need to work with people and need to understand how to get the best out of people so I kind of looked at the chapter from that perspective in terms of you know it talks about um, I don't know um, using your human and understanding obviously when people are using the chimp and ways of diffusing things of that nature and like, what's this um, this chapter talks about meeting people and you meet people in different you you will meet different types of people how you approach each interaction will determine your feedback for the interest in as well and your relationships. In addition to the previous ones we've, we have, ah, oh, you spoke about the Snow White effect, um, X, Y, Z, so on and so forth. So I found that really interesting from the, from the chapter as well. Cool. So meet, meeting others, try not to make assumptions about others, try not to have preconceived expectation of others, beware of prejudice. And that's on page 136. A golden rule for understanding people and situations is to always try to establish the facts before you make your assessment. Can we escape preconceived judgment of others before meeting or hearing about them? Um, yes and no. I'm going to say, unfortunately, no, because I think I know you can change some of the way you, way you think, but I, I don't think you can change preconceived notions. But I also thought that was interesting because it talks about try to avoid that because it can take eight, eight, about seven, eight times before that, mm. that opinion changes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'll, I'll bear that mind they'll see in the future, but I guess it's sort of the onus is on people to make sure they make a very good impression. We all know that's important to make a good impression. 
but how is that possible if um for example you see something pop up on instagram or um news or something and it's something negative of that person that's a little different um i guess some th- some things you've got to take on face value Mm. Or is it you saying it's not? It's not no, I don't think you should take them on face value, but I, I agree when you said um, um, to allow your mind to not have any preconceived preconceived notions or ideas about someone before either a meeting them or b um, what was the second one? Either a meeting them or b speaking to them was it? Or hearing hearing, hearing about them. them. I think it's impossible, man. Honestly, like unfortunately, like I, I just think it is. I just, I just honestly think it is. It's just the way, I, well, yeah. It's way just our mind breaks. Way our brains have been, yeah. Wired, hardwired, and it, mm. yeah, hardwired, yeah. It's, it's just, you, yeah. It's mad because I don't necessarily buy into the, um, the notion. I think because someone's nice to me, so because someone is, um, um, bad to someone. Anyway, I think you get yeah, the gist. Yeah. I don't necessarily buy into that. I mean, if you're bad intentionally to someone else. That that there is in you that makes any sense because you're nice to me doesn't necessarily mean you're a nice person. Or well, I hope you understand where I'm coming from as such. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess like if you see something on social media as such, yeah, there's a part of me that will try to take it on, take a pinch of salt, like take it off a pinch of salt that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And I'll judge you based on my interaction with you. But again, as to what you said, sometimes you, you know, that will play a part in your mind if that makes any sense. Mm. It's a difficult one to juggle. Yeah, well, it can be difficult to juggle. Yeah, no, definitely. And also, we know some of this stuff is all fake anyway, like fake in some way, shape, or form. What do you mean? Um, a lot of people just play up to the gallery, you know what I mean? Or mm. some of this, we know. Um, I don't want to say sex sells because that's not what I'm going at, but like I think you get the gist. You know, what I mean, the more spicy the content, the more, the more eyes and views and interaction is going to get. And I guess that's where I want to say, I say the money is, but that's that is where the money is. Mm. You know I mean? Yeah, no, I'll get you. Research shows that if your chimp gets this first impression wrong, then it will take about seven more meetings with that person before it changes its mind. That's on page 137. Humans look for evidence, then draw up conclusions. Chimps draw up conclusions, then look for evidence to support them. Um, Does this sound familiar in terms of, I guess, male and female dynamics? What, um, looking for facts before drawing yeah. conclusions? Um, I'm not too sure about male and female I think there is a difference between the two mm. um, in the way we behave and stuff like that um, but yeah I understand it you know I mean I think we more often not, we look for a bit of evidence before just say before you meet someone oh, what's he like or you know what that type of stuff mm, mm, mm. Yeah, what's he like blah 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 what's he like working with people etc etc you're trying to have form, a, form an opinion before you actually meet that person so you start on the right foot and if that makes any sense so yeah, I get it, and imagine women, or yeah, or like we all deal with things maybe a little bit different just by way of our traits, our personality traits. Mm-hmm. How about you, uh, Mace? Uh, I'm not so sure in terms of the male female thing. Cool. I just say we may, but yeah, I get you just. Uh... Uh, chapter eight is before I move on. Actually, uh, mm-hmm. is there anything that any of you want to add for yeah, chapter seven? Quick. See, um, it speaks about the um, one in five rule and being misunderstood and not sorry, the one in five rule being misunderstood and not oh, popular. Yeah. Oh, not being popular is going to happen. Expect expect to have enemies or people who don't like you, but in so avoid unbalanced opinions of you. Um, well, there's a few more things I wrote down as well. 
um, ah, one way to cause problems in your relationship is by setting unrealistic expectations. Allow mm-hmm. people to be themselves. Understand the limitations also. It's unreasonable to expect something of someone if they don't have that skill set mm-hmm. or it's not in their personality trait if you oh, if you want a painting find an artist was this this chapter uh, I think it might be whereby they spoke about where was the, the girlfriend snow where the girlfriend was late and um, yeah was it this chapter I think so and then um, the guy went off on a tangent okay was yeah, it this chapter so. remember? So. yeah they went, and the guy went off on a tangent and by the time he had calmed his chimper calmed down because he was working himself up because she was late she said Yo, there was an accident. I had to give a, a statement to the police and blah, 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 blah. Mm. Um, so you felt stupid after. Yeah, exactly. Um, what? Sorry, some, that triggered me, P. I don't know what you were saying was triggered me because I was going to move on to something else. I was going to move on to something else. Um, I forgot what I said, actually. Um, I was referencing... I, I mentioned the one in five rule and then yeah. after that I yeah. went on to... I'm finding an artist in terms of expectations of people. That's it. And expect expectations of people as well. And just um, what you might have as an expectation, you can't expect that on someone else. Everyone, you, you can't, you can't put your own expectation on someone else. Cause I'm guilty of that actually, or was my guilt as much. I definitely was whereby. I'd do that. I've yeah. Done, whereby I've done that. I yeah. might have a certain level of, it might even be something as simple as back in the day we're meeting up and making sure we're there and at a time. certain time mm. and then someone being 10 minutes late and that really bugging me out. Mm. But actually, if I know that person is a known late person, then more for me for still expecting them the next time to turn up at quarter to eight when actually, you know, they're going to be at five past eight. Mm. How do we change that? Either A, don't arrange to meet them, either B, actually go and pick them up or they pick you up or... Do you know what I mean? It's different ways to move things. It was, I think that chapter gave that example as well. I've actually stopped putting your expectation on other people and learn what their traits are. And actually you can either then still choose to do the same thing with that person or just skip them and say, I can't, that, that doesn't register well with me. Let me move on. Don't keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. It's mad actually, because I know like, I'm sure this is the same in a work environment, but I know they talk about this in like football change rooms and stuff as well as to not dealing with everybody the same. Um, because everyone's got different personality traits and everyone mm. um, works differently. I don't want to say superstars, you treat them differently, but I think you get the gist. Everyone's different and you need to find ways to get the best out of that person. And there's something else I was going to add just before I finish, which was something to do with a dog. Um, you need to understand people's needs. It's exactly the same thing, we, i.e. a dog needing to go for a walk and a cat not wanting to mm. fetch a stick. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. You want to add anything there, mate? No, that's it. Cool. Chapter eight, the troop moon, how to choose the right network. The troop is a small band of people. These people will help nurture and develop you, but most importantly, you can trust them to stand by you and protect you. That's on page 147. Your inner chimp is telling you that there is danger everywhere and you must be part of a troop. To stay within this troop, you must be seen as strong and impress others at all times. You must be sure to be popular, keep everyone happy. And above all, you must be ensured that the others think of you highly. And that's to make sure, mate, you must care what they think. With that being said, do you still revert back to these questions and reasonings within your pair groups or circles now? So what do you mean by do do you you, um, refer back to? So you're in a dialogue with your chimp. So making sure that you impress others at all times, um, Keeping everyone happy and making sure, and and like 
basically thinking about uh, what you, what everyone else thinks. Basically, do you have these thoughts or, or questions within within self? Prior, yes. Now, I don't even. I don't even think I care. Hmm. Well, that was the question. Do you still revert back to these questions and reasonings with your peer group, peer groups, and circles? I definitely now? see that as like when I was younger, but hmm. now, like I don't have. A, I don't even. I don't feel like. I think it's as easy. I think people listening might say that's easy, but I don't feel I've got a choice. I don't have I don't have that luxury. So like for some of the things I want to do, I don't have the time to be pandering to like I hope this person's cool, like thinks I'm cool, like all that type of <laughs> like you know, that's not what I'm referring to, but that mm. type of I don't even have the time for that. I'm not at that I guess Do you think that's down to maturity or or experiences? Experience. But I tell myself I don't even have that luxury of time to be like not that that's a luxury, but I don't have the luxury to be pandering to people and that's why i become a bit more straight and hard hitting and speaking to some of the stuff i said before as to not liking where i'm like, kind of not liking where i'm going you know what i mean like i don't like that i have to be strong with people you know what i mean or like i think about this with my mom actually because i remember I was, I was saying um um heard her giving advice and um she needs to take her own advice i don't like being hard here i don't like being that type of you know what i mean because your mom yeah. at the end of the day you know what i mean yeah. they're only here for for so long but i feel I've got no choice. It's almost like, I sometimes feel like, it's almost like you have to drag, not the herd, but you having to drag people along, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I forget what the answer, I forget I was going to say something else, but I, I hope I've answered that question. Yeah, yeah you answered. Um, I feel mine is more for, um, similar to P, I think P's a bit more advanced in that sense to myself, but at the same time, I'm definitely there. Um, and in my, in, in, for my, for me, it it's come with more maturity, more than more so than experience. To be fair, mm. just like you start to every day that goes by, you realize more and more what's important, what's not important to yourself. Everyone yeah. has different importances. Some people, the whole like when we were like sixteen to I don't know twenty five or whatever it is, and Probeet was about, it was like, yo, we gotta get this, this, this. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we had all the Versace and Iceberg, it's all these things. Mm. Some people are still up to date with the fashion that are our age, and that's that's fine. That if yeah. that's what's important to them, isn't it? To me, that's that's long moved down the scale. So I don't care. I'm today I'm rocking jeans, a pair of skater vans and a and a plain blue t shirt. And I'd happily I, well I've, I've walked I walked out, I've walked like this today. So do you know what I mean? It doesn't bother me. Whereas before it would have making sure this and yeah, so I just for me it's come a bit more with maturity, and that maturity can be through other people's experiences mm -hmm. as well. Just mm -hmm. seeing that they're wearing all this and actually what 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 have they got to show for it or mm. what's it in terms of mentally where they are, are they stable like mm. deep down all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah. doesn't have to be your own experience. Oh, cool. The human would like to be popular and gain approval by others, but recognises that you shouldn't be worried about what others think and you should not be concerned if others are unhappy because it is their responsibility to make themselves happy and not yours. This balance can be struck by allowing your human to make a rule to be personable and approachable to everybody. However, accept the chimp's rule that not everybody and thereby... Accept the chimp's rule that not everybody and thereby... Protect yourself from emotional harm, and that's on page one fifty one. I think that's brilliant, by the way. Yeah, just said that's referring back to yourself, P. I think more so what we were discussing earlier. If you can recall, if you know what I'm talking about, um, I think so. Just in terms of like, um, I guess the jungle and just knowing, okay, yeah, 
Well, not, not everyone's your friend. Uh-huh, okay. In that sense. So we can have friends who are friendly chimps with other troops who will not be hostile to us but are not part of the inner circle of the troop. Typical members of the troop would include partners, some family members and close friends. We usually decide our troop automatically, whereas if we use a little bit of thought and care, we can save a lot we can save ourselves a lot of emotional turmoil by recognizing and differentiating a member of our troop from a friendly person. That's on page one five five. Does your troop change as you change or remain the same? It's funny that, because um, obviously <coughs> we were having conversations about troop, troop or former troop members on the way in. <laughs> on the way in. <laughs> and so to answer your question, it does change. It does change. It definitely does change. Mm. With maturity and, let's say, experience. Mm. I mean, experience. So um, I think I've answered that question. Yeah, I feel. I feel like... 100% it changes mm. but I do, it hasn't changed it hasn't changed in a vast way for me like the core, my core troop is still people I've known since teens yeah um, yeah since teens and that one or two have added like through life experience and stuff like that mm. that like you know you just get a vibe off or there's a there's a there's a common there's something common there that I don't know you just you just meet people sometimes and yeah, yeah. you have a grab. vibe or yeah. it, over a couple of years you realise yo this person's you know I mean just, just they're just good people and you know they become they've moved from outer to inner yeah yeah yeah, definitely um but then the core ones are still there and as i said you don't for me anyway i don't have to speak i can there's a man i don't have i haven't spoke to for eight nine months but then we might we might hang around or kick it for like three weeks in a row around like we've had a catch-up and it's like boom what are you doing this this for three four weeks then don't chat for three you know what i mean but it's nothing because that's like an inner member yeah yeah so yeah, that's that's for me. Anyway. Mine hasn't. I know for I've got like family members like that, like cousins and stuff. Who one week they're rolling with this person heavy mm. for like I don't know, like three four weeks. Then two three months later, they're rolling with this person heavy for free. And I'm like, in my head, I know, yo, how can I put it? I'm trying struggling to find the words, but it's almost like. You're moving around too much, like, mm. and like your core people who you actually, who actually have love for you, through thick and thin. You're forgetting about them. Your people, them that seen you through, go through schooling and all that, or mm. been with you at schooling. When you're moving around because you're on, well, on the road, and one minute's this, one minute's this one, it's too much because. And the, anyway, I don't want to go. But certain times, like, you have to know the people you're hanging around with because when mm. it's good with them, fair enough. But because you've hang around with them, you've seen what they can do when it comes to the bad. Recognize if if it falls on the bad side that they're capable of that, mm. and that's one thing I always look at as well. I've always looked at is the people around me when if things go pear shaped or bad, what are they capable of, and does that is it, sometimes does the does the the punishment they're willing to put out is it is it excessive for what for the falling out or whatever? That like mm. just it's people's characters and that. Do you know what I mean? And yes, yeah, so I know some of my cousins haven't been best at, best placed at judging how the people they've hang around just because they've met them in a good time when things are going well and actually when things have flipped or whatever, you know what I mean? It's been a a, 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 a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mad because I think just one or two notes based on what you just said there. Um, the troop needs time spent on it um, to make it function well. Obviously, for example, us three in regards to meeting each week to discuss, mm-hmm. not necessarily books, it was just things in general that makes me sense, just chopping up based on experiences, our week, et cetera, et cetera. And then, well, I think you get the gist anyway. Yeah. 
Um, but as to again, um, like elaborating or just talking more a bit on what you said, we can often compromise things to be part of a group and follow the pattern of the leader trends, conforming and ranking, sorry, conforming and ranking takes place. We're impressing being important, being popular and keeping being, being popular, sorry, and keeping people happy, leaning on gremlins. An example of this is obviously when we're at school, you know, I mean, just following the pack, et cetera, et cetera. Just getting up to no good in some way, shape, or form. Um, ah, like a pack. Um, having a group is important to to your survival. I likened it to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And um, establishing your troop reassures your chimp, probably staving or limiting the impact of things like depression. Hence, having a good troop is important. Facts. Add anything more? Because I'm about to jump to the next chapter oh let me just do it. okay so um most <laughs> i've got page anyway but i'll try to limit it um, most teams look for a hero oh, that's quite interesting um for example like someone popular interests wants and needs um but then i look back obviously when we we're children obviously we oh yeah i adore this person i really like that person mm. um the same would apply to relationships also um i don't know why i said that but i think that makes sense um Exclusion from the group is often devastating and can kill the chimp. Um, anything else? Oh, there's a number of things, actually. Let me just run through them very, very quickly. Um, the difference between the human and chimp can sometimes confuse or mislead the chimp with the human's logic and openness to society being welcome. I, so I added the chimp probably has an innate... So the chimp probably has innate behaviours which develop over time as to finding and forming a troop. Recognise the difference in which the human and chimp chooses people. Emotion, logic, network. Last two. Um, a combination of the two, the human and the chimp, can lead to being susceptible to the wrong type of people. Touching on what you just said just a moment ago. With the chimp trying to make everyone part of his or her troop. Well, what it says is having disastrous consequences. I just think it has madness. All right. Um, clarify the rules so you know the difference between the two. It helps, to, it helps you function well. However, good balance is important with respect to the chimp and the human as well. Is, is well, it's important. Um, <laughs> just mess up there. Um, as not well, not everyone is bad. Remember to put things in place. Boundaries, understanding, it's a jungle. Um, After reading that, because that reminds me almost of what you was talking about earlier, sort of. Do you know what I'm referring to? So you can be specific. Like, just in terms of, um, like, how would you see what they've just said? Like, how would you take that advice now with, I guess, old former troop members and stuff? <laughs> Funny, because the next thing I was, was going to write, I'll say it anyway. It says, and with your group of friends, clarify roles in your troop, knowing what you and each person brings and how you support each other. So, like, as to what you said, I don't know, man, even like in general, but even even reading with this book as well. I don't know. It's, it, yeah, it says like in, in further chapters, I look at yourself first. Mm. You know what I mean? And I try to look at myself yeah, first. Yeah. And is there anything I can do to limit the the damage on myself? And I, and, I, and it's mad. I don't know if I would have said this before, but I guess with life experiences, I've almost told myself, I can't afford any more like big boots. You know, I, mean? I can't. I, it's just not it's not an option I don't know what well, I'll still be here I've got no choice but to get out but I couldn't afford another you know what I mean another big boot some of them are sitting back four or five years I haven't got time for, I haven't got four or five years just like you know what I mean just out of the back of my in my back pocket I can fling us here yeah, I've got another I've got another attempt of course if that happens then 
you know what I mean? You roll with the punches, you know what I mean? You, the numbers that you, you roll with the dice, you know what I mean? You're dealt with them as such. But um, I'd rather avoid that, you know what I mean? And I guess I'm at a point where I would rather... I don't know, just, it, it talks about making choices. Mm-hmm. I'm quite comfortable making those choices. I do. All right. Uh, any, do you want to add anything before we move on, Mace? No. Okay. Uh, P? Um, no, that was about, that was me. Cool. Uh, chapter nine, the planet connect. How to communicate effectively. There's four ways of communicating. So the author says in this regards, so human to human, chimp to chimp, human to chimp, chimp to human. And there's a square of communication. And if you're reading the book whilst we're going through it, you'll see the images also there. Um, I think that's on page 160 or 159. What the, it's a 159. Yeah, 159 yeah. is where you can see the square of communication, which is the right time, right place, right agenda, right way. The never ending wrong person trial is very common. If someone has a complaint or a discussion involving a specific person, it is amazing that they go to everybody but this person to sort it out. That's on page 160. Assertiveness or aggression. Assertive communicator removes emotion from speech, chooses words carefully. An aggressive communicator is full of emotion, evokes emotion, evokes emotion in the other person. There are three parts of being an assertive communicator and all three parts must be used in order to be effective. This is on page 161. So the first one saying, say to the person what you don't want using the word I. Second, say to them how it, make, how it is making you feel. And third, say to them what you want using the word I. And on page 162, there's the actual scenario. Go for it, quickly. Frank and Peter. I think that's the one. Yeah, uh, yeah. let's read that. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. Okay. Frank and Peter and the four agendas. Frank and Peter are neighbors and about to meet a uh, about to meet to discuss a hedge that Frank owns that is cutting light out of Peter's garden. Let's begin by looking at Frank and divide up his mind to the chimp and the human. The human will have a, p- a peaceful resolution and leave the conversation with both men happy. The human will understand that there may. They may need to be a compromise and also need to keep things in perspective. So although Frank might like the tall hedge, he might he might reasonably see that it is fairly unpleasant for his neighbour. However, Frank's chimp will have none of this. If it's a typical if it's a typical chimp, it will already have decided that the hedge represents its territory its territory and it has no intention of conceding. His chimp will see the fact that Peter's approaching him as a challenge to his power, ego, and dominance. Therefore, the chimp must see the conversation as a, as a case of winning or losing, black or white. There will be little compromise and no backing down. It will just be a case of selecting the right facts to support the chimp's belief and sticking to them. And, if necessary, using emotional threats or body posturing to gain dominance. Peter will also approach the conversation with two minds. The human will probably have a similar agenda to Frank's human want a compromise and amicable discussion. The human will want to hear the other person's viewpoint try to understand it, and then if necessary, change his own stance. However, the chimp will be ready to do battle, seeing the hedge as an affront to its territorial rights, and also that another chimp is dominating it. With this interpretation of what might typically be happening in the minds of the two men, we can see that unless they recognise the different <clears throat> the, the different agendas, it could be could go horrendously wrong by their chimps hijacking, the, hijacking them. 
that's that's pretty much the story. Cool. So it goes on after to say it's not what is being said, it is the way that it's being said. Now, is there a time when aggressiveness aggressiveness is necessary to get the point across? I would say maybe assertiveness, but I understand the point you're making. I think some there's a time and a place for everything, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, you know, I guess that's the reason why um we've said at some points in the podcast or this this season where you allow the chimp to go, you know? Um yeah, again I repeat there's a time and a place for everything. It may be not what you want, but like um needs must. Yeah. Do you know what? Um I've got an example, but I think it was actually more assertive and actually looking back and I dealt with it quite well. When I when I was having um some work stuff on my flat, there was one point where I went to the Netherlands with with the girlfriend and um and I still had the builders around doing works. And I said to the neighbor at the time, yo, I've got works going on. I'm not always going to be here. If you need anything, just ring me or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, do you know what I mean? If you need to notify me of anything. So I'm in Netherlands and the guys rang me. Um, the guys rang me and I've answered. And he sounded a bit hysterical. And he said, oh, basically, oh, your builders, he said, he said it a lot more emo- like emotionally charged than how I'm saying it now. But he mm-hmm. said, your builders left, um, He's taking something down. There's loads of bits of, you know, the polystyrene breaks away. Yeah. There's loads of bits of polystyrene in the hallway. We've all got to live here, blah, blah, blah. And he said, um, I want you to come here now. Mm. And I said to him, that's not possible. Yeah. I said, unfortunately, that's not possible. I'm not around him. He goes, no, I want you here now to see what your builder's done. I said, listen to me. I will send the builder back to clear up, but I'm not coming. I, I, it's not possible. I didn't tell him I was on holiday. It's none of his business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he goes, no, Lee, I want you here now. And I said, I said it, I'm not gonna say his name, but I said his first, I then said his first name mm. and he's got one of those names that can abbreviate. Mm. It's not Edward, you know that Edward can call Ted. Dave or David. Right, there you go. But he's yeah. not called that. But like, I literally said, and I normally call him by the abbreviate. I gave, I gave him first name, the mm. full first name. I said, such and such. I said, I am not around to come right now. I will send the builder back, okay? And afterwards I'll call you. Bang. Mm. So anyway, rang the builder, blah, blah, blah. I said, and then, I was still composed. So I ended up said, look, neighbor, blah, 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 can you go Clear, He went back, cleared it up, told me, told me clear it up. I don't think the guy thought I was ringing back. Actually rang him back. Mm. I said, look, just checking in. Are you happy? Is, if, is it all cleared now? He goes, oh, yes, Lee, thanks. Thank you, it's cleared. But I know, for, I know that with the guy, I know it was his woman getting onto him because obviously man lives in. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I handled Stay that. Now. Yeah, I had I handled that situation um, quite well, basically. But that wasn't me being aggressive, but definitely more assertive. Yeah, you know what I mean. The man try try approach me on some. <laughs> 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 and you were like what <laughs> bro what are you talking about man what about you P um, do you think there's a time when aggressiveness is necessary I mean I think I said before you yeah, know, time yeah, and yeah 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 um, it's mad because actually a note quick note anyway it says um, the key to communicating well is to prepare yourself I stand by this because it gives me clarity in debate or in a meeting um, where the human or chimp can act, well, can be present. Really. Either one. So as, again, to follow up what you're saying on page 169, it does say preparing yourself is the best thing that you can do to enhance your chances of success in an important conversation. But what do you do when it's unexpected? That's, yeah, that's a good question. Because when, when it said preparing yourself, straight away I thought about interviews. Mm. 
Like, obviously, it's a bit, if you, yeah. yeah, there you go. But you're right, when it's unexpected, I think it's just about experience. If you've got, if you've had those experiences in life. Mm. Um, and if you haven't, then you gotta to learn today. Yeah, or, or just use those keep ones. Let's part this conversation. <laughs> Let's part this conversation and revisit it. But this is what I was asking earlier in terms of, um, like thinking of scenarios that you you're not gonna know that's coming forth. Obviously, there's big scenarios like having children or family member dying and things like that. You can kind of think, but if it's something that's totally unexpected that throws you off like what's your what's your go-to what's your what's your computer protocol do you know what i mean all right so moving on the presentation and packaging of communication going back to what's it's not what's being said it's how it's said so whenever we communicate the message is always packaged and that's on page 170 body language imitation use of words ambience Speaking steadily will help us get the message across in the way that we intend and help the other person to listen. Make no mistake, an attack by words from one person to another is exactly the same as an attack from one chimpanzee to another, using teeth and fists, and the damage can be equally as savage. And that's on page 175. What would you choose between a war of words or fists with someone you know? I, I- Personally, I'm always trying. I'd, I'd rather try and speak a situation out. Mm-hmm. Personally, yeah, that is. Yeah, I, I do agree with that, and I think that's apart from it being, apart from it being mature. I think that's the right way to go. You know, in again, in continue with the theme as to um, me changing. Mm. I've now gone with actually. What I've learned is <laughs> humans only understand violence. No, that's what, it, people gonna love humans or chimps. Both. <laughs> no, no, probably chimps, but I mean, like, in yeah. general. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. People only understand violence. And I don't even like that, but I, what I realised is actually people like hard fists or not even actually, I don't even mean so that was a pun. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, people want. It goes yeah. back to being fair or love, though, don't it? Yeah. I don't like it, but it's unfortunate. Do you know what makes me laugh here? Yeah? When we look at certain things in society and, it, and like, um, it's like you're encouraged to protest and demonstrate peacefully, yeah? Mm. When when countries have conflict with countries, bro, and and the whole talking thing don't work, they're sending in the army, bro. Mm-hmm. They're sending in the tr- troops to do battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that says enough. <laughs> and then, yeah, peaceful protest. Yeah, you know I mean, that's interesting as well. Mm. No, it is. You it peaceful is. protest against us? <laughs> <laughs> We're dropping bombs. <laughs> well, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I guess yeah, you both said the same thing. Um. I hate one of my neighbours. The use of the word hate will evoke a response in them and also yourself. The chemicals released will give you both feelings and that's on page 175. Um, I thought that was interesting. Uh, I haven't really got a question for this, but mm. do you find that you use the word hate like in your vocabulary? From 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 long time, I've kind of, that the whole hate thing, I know how powerful that is. Mm. It's just like the the opposite, which is love, yeah. which is man don't use that often either. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know that they're both very powerful words or, yeah, statements. They hold a lot of weight. They hold a lot of weight, yeah. So I don't really use, I can say I don't like someone, I don't like this aspect of a person, but to hate someone, what have they done for me to actually hate everything about them? Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Not a lot. I don't think I use that word. I don't. I like to believe I don't use that word often, but I agree with the exact sentiments. Mm. 
he said as to those being powerful. I was actually thinking about something. I don't even want to say actually on here. But and I retreat, you know, in your mind, I retracted that instantly. So don't be putting them mad vibes out there into the world because you don't actually believe that. Or the, in fact, probably your chimp was having a go. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't believe that, but you've, you've actually kind of thought that, you know what I mean? So I, I retracted my thoughts mm-hmm. as such. But yeah, like those things are powerful. So kind of remove them from your, your vocab. Cool. Um, ambience is something that can be chosen working on your ambience is about making an effort to check yourself and deal with anything that is causing you not to be where you want to be often it means giving some attention to chimp management think about the ambience you present to to others and then make sure it turns out exactly how you would like it to be and that's on page 179 I thought, I know, you probably, obviously, I know you're about to move on. I thought ambience out of the three or four things, the body language and choice of words, et cetera, et cetera, was really interesting because the example it gave was in regards to children as mm-hmm. to it being very obvious, you know what I mean, as to their moods and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was literally just thinking of, um, um, you know, there's some people in, in the workplace who just bring good vibes or, you know, they might not necessarily have the skill sets for the job, but they get the job based on, on the type of vibes they bring. And then mm-hmm. I also thought of, um, like, you know, someone being the life of the party and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Those type of things, which probably prior weren't um, known as, let's say, a key skill set as such, but they do have, like, real importance in, in the real world. Yeah, I think that's down to the, the prevalence of emotional intelligence becoming more of a, I guess, a thing and more notable. Like, people are becoming more aware of it. So, as you were saying, like, someone that's outgoing, that's... um outgoing easygoing and that they can definitely get not to say they may not be the best skilled but they can get along with a lot more people than what someone that is more highly skilled but doesn't have no emotionally no emotional intelligence um people are not mind readers and often don't and often damage is done not by what we say but what we don't say that's on page 183 just before we move on to chapter 10, is there anything else that you want yeah, to Yeah, just one quick thing. Obviously, I know you spoke about um, the, the presentation of packaging. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's the difference between... Well, I don't want to read the whole thing, but it says it's the difference... Sorry. The difference can lead to optimism... Can lead from, sorry, optimism to disappointment, evoking different responses. So the packaging of how you present things is really, really important. And I guess on the back of the previous chapter as to... I guess how you communicate with people, I think is really important because one of the first things I thought about when it spoke about um, presentation and packaging, I think I wrote it here, I I thought about English, British people Mm -hmm. and how we always say please and thank you every every other sentence, you know what I'm saying? I've had had this conversation with Avery before about how it's completely different. Like, so obviously my girlfriend being Dutch, like, this please thank you thing is... Doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that in different countries still. Like, we we probably are very... uh, Oh, oh! I'm not say overly do it, but we do it. Definitely, like that's that's it's on like, every it's sentence. Like, why do you add words that need, need, need to be there? That's what they don't get. Like, do you know what I mean? They'll say, but not like. It's but be like, oh, pass me that drink. Like, it won't be pass me that drink, please. Or can you? But it's done in their connotation, though. It's okay. how it's yeah, how it's how, said. Because yeah, yeah. me, like the reason why I say that is because I'm learning Spanish, I'm and that's a language now. that they say por favor mm. or gracias. They say it, but it's not said as often as what we say in English. And that's something, and again, me learning it, they say it, they don't say it as much just because of how they're saying it. So, um, for example, can I have 
some water um, would be set. Oh, my mind's gone blank at the moment. I'm going to give you an example because that's the example I was going to use. So I remember when I was learning Spanish or I was, I was in that phase yeah. and I was in English mode. So I would use quisiera, which which means yeah. I would like. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. Like we take, it's like, it's like we take, so it's quiero, quiero. agua. Yeah, yeah, so it's like I want, yeah, yeah, you know okay, what I mean? Okay. But I would always go quisiera. Like, and and I, I don't do it no, no more, um, but I would always go quisiera, which is like, I would like. Um, and then obviously over time I've- Or I, I want it. would be, yeah. Yeah, so he, his thing was like, no, we, like take, not <laughs> yeah, I would qu- like, you know Quiero mean? agua is like, I want water. Mm-hmm. But how you'd say it, just be like, yeah, I want water. Mm. But, we would normally say, can I have water, please? Or mm. I would like some water, please. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think, yeah, that's, we, that's, that's interesting. Like learning other languages and stuff.